Hello, and welcome to Conversating with Carmen and Christina. I'm Christina. And I'm Carmen. And today we are talking about the 2022 film, Senior Year. So this was actually one of your recommendations, I think, right, Christina? (laughs) Yeah, I recommended it. I, I saw the trailer and it looked like it was going to be hilarious. And so, yeah, I recommended it. Okay, so this is a uh, film that was written by, let's see, Andrew Nowark. I hope I'm saying his name right. Arthur Pielli and Brandon Scott Jones. And it's directed by Alex Hardcastle. Um, and it stars Rebel Wilson. And I think it's interesting because I think she slimmed down a lot. And this is the first film that I've seen her in um, where she kind of has her new physiques, but she looks really good. Yeah, I, I agree. She does. Okay, so let's let's dive into this because this, like, so the whole plot of this movie is that it's a girl who was in a coma, who fell into a coma um, in the middle of her senior year and then wakes up and she's still mentally 17, even though it's 20 years later. And so it kind of reminded me a little bit of um, like Never Been Kissed, but in a different sort of way. Did you ever see that movie? I did, yeah, I, I could see some similarities. Right, like, I mean, and not really the coma part, but like the going back to high school, which I thought was interesting. But I'm, since this was your pick, I'm going to let you kick it off. How, look, tell us, how did you feel about this movie? <laughs> you know what? Overall, I liked it. Viewing the trailer, I thought it was going to be funny. And it was, like, it, it really was. And I thought it was interesting. It was, it was unique. I mean, yes, you do kind of see the adult going back to high school happen in multiple things like, you know, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, all all those types (laughs) of movies. But this one had an interesting twist of like, yes, her body was now 37, but her mind was still 17. So it was a little different than some of the other movies. And I think like, as an actor, it must have been so much fun to play that role, because usually you can only play roles like within the age range that you look but she was kind of playing 17 because that was the mindset of the character and it it, it was a fun watch it kind of reminds me of like freaky friday and i always kind of thought that like that would probably be a fun role to play especially um the jamie lee curtis character who goes from being the adult to now being this teenager and and or this very liberated teenager and i always thought that that would be very fun to play something like that Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, th- this would be, I think, similar to Freaky Friday. So Stephanie Conway, uh, who's the main character, I, you know, it, it was it's such interesting because I could, I feel like she had a very relatable kind of goal and journey about, you know, not wanting to be the dorky kid, wanting to be popular. I think that most of us, well, I won't speak for everybody here, but for me, I know I definitely felt that, you know, being military brat, we moved around every two years. So like every time we moved, it was my goal. I was like, okay, I'm going to reinvent myself and I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be popular. Uh, spoiler alert. It never happened. <laughs> Not as easy to reinvent yourself, but I thought that that was, was kind of compelling. I think everybody wants that to be able to stand out. And the fact that she was able to achieve that, I thought was kind of cool and impressive. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, It just was unfortunate that she did that at the expense of her friendships with the two people that really were her good friends. 
To be honest, though, I was actually very surprised that they were still her friends because what I thought was going to happen was you see, remember in the beginning, you see um, her out bowling with her friends at the party and the popular girl puts her down Mm. and then she becomes popular. And I thought that, you know, oh, she was going to have no contact with those friends. But the fact that they were still friends and still close friends, I was like, oh, actually, I really like this. It's nice that she just didn't become popular and become a total snob. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one good thing, but it's like, man, like, even though you didn't just completely, you know, write off your friends, she still didn't treat them as well as she should have. I mean, definitely not. She, she was definitely uh, a little stuck up her behind. Uh, she, she definitely had her, what, Mean Girls transformation where Lindsay Lohan went from like, nice, sweet Katie to, you know, kind of uber b katie yeah (laughs) okay were you popular in high school um no i do not think anyone would have ever considered me popular did you ever cheerlead okay (laughs) here's the cheerleading story i um i did try out to be a cheerleader i made the squad I got my uniform I put it on I looked in the mirror I was like really liking what I saw because like those cheerleading uniforms are super cute I was like really enjoying that moment but then you know they wanted to talk about all the practices and how we would be practicing (laughs) so much and um wow like it was just it was a lot. And I really, I did not want to, to commit to doing all that. I just wanted to look cute in the uniform and that was really all I wanted. And so I quit prior to ever like really doing anything with the team. That is hilarious. So I tried out in high for, um, for cheerleading too in seventh grade. I remember I was in a, I was in Louisiana at the time. And in order to try out, so up until, I think they changed it the year after, but the way that you tried out was you had to audition in front of the school. So we had to do a dance routine and then we had to individually go out and do a cheer. And so the students would vote for who they wanted to be teenagers, which when you think about it, seems like a very stupid system because why? Um, But I tried out, it was my first year at the school and I did not make it. Um, so probably very obvious reasons. Um, and also I, I was not that great. Mm. And so I was a little sad, but then the next year my friend was like, hey, they're doing it differently. They're you know doing like tryouts, like actual tryouts in front of adults who can, are qualified to make these decisions. And she was like, why don't you try out? And I thought about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. So I think I was like you, like I, I just, you know, I want the uniform you know, the short little skirt, you know, I wanted to kind of prance around, but. Right. Yeah. That was all I wanted. And honestly, I mean, looking back at it, I do regret quitting. I do think I should have stuck with it. Yeah. I I, kind of wish I had at least like kind of given it a chance because as soon as they started talking about all the practices, I was just like, no, I'm done. Um, I didn't even attempt to, to go to the practices and, and see what exactly was going to happen. So yeah, I, I, I should have stuck with it at least a little bit. Did you play any other sports? 
Um, not for a long time and never was I any good at any of them really. I was on the basketball team with the local YMCA for a little bit when I was, I, I think high school. Yeah, I was in high school. Um, but that didn't last very long and I wasn't very good, but I was actually on the team, but it was the type of team where anybody who wanted to join could join. Okay. And then also in eighth grade, I was on the track team. And again, it was a type of team where anybody who wanted to join could. And so I did track for a little bit, but again, I mean, I was not very good at it. So, it, I mean, as far as me and sports, I'm not really much of an athlete. Yeah, I did softball. Um, like the kind of league softball up until about seventh grade. And I think what changes, I was the catcher. And you know, when you're young, you just kind of stand behind the plate. But then in seventh grade, you start doing like the real catching. So like you had to squat behind, you know, the, uh, the, the, the base. And I was like, yeah, I'm not sitting here in this gear, this heavy gear, squatting the whole game. This, I, I can't do this. Um, so I had to rotate out of that position. And then I did some dance too through eighth grade. And, uh, at some point, some, some Taekwondo, like, I wish that I had kept up with things. Like once we moved, I, like, I agree with you on that. Like, I wish that there were things that I would have stuck with and done a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, but you know, on the other hand, you have people like Stephanie who, is very, has a lot of stick to And she is very, very obsessed and very, very clearly here for cheerleading, which, yeah, I commend her for, I guess. Yeah, I loved that about her. Uh, I did not love the way Marth uh, tro- totally transformed the cheerleading squad to just not actual do, actually do real like dances and cheers, but just do like these weirdo cheers about um, what was it? Something about, I don't know if it was the environment, peace, yes. or I don't know, something that wasn't just like, I'm going to shake my butt in the little skirt, but it was something, some like world issues or something. <laughs> like, I feel like there needed to have been a middle ground because you're right. The cheers that they were doing in the beginning were a little too sexual. Um, but at the same time, the way she took it was way over in the other direction. And I'm like, hey, we can have regular cheer spirit and it'd be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I did think one thing I thought was interesting about this movie was that Martha was kind of an antagonist to Stephanie, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I didn't, I don't know. That's interesting because I, didn't really see that as much as um the other girl what was her name Tiffany Tiffany yeah I I mean I obviously saw Tiffany as a huge antagonist I didn't really see Marth as an antagonist but I guess she would be since she was blocking her and giving her an obstacle for like every goal she had yeah and that's the thing like Tiffany was kind of like the big bad really kind of or like the image or the the memory of Tiffany or whatever but you know Martha they have been friends for so long. They have been so aligned, but they're so different. And so I thought that that was, um, I, I did think that that was an interesting choice to make. Um, one thing I will say, oh, but when I, when I, when um, she woke up and her father and Martha were there to get her out from the hospital, to take her home, I actually thought there was going to be a surprise where, oh, those two ended up together. Yes. 
that is exactly what I was thinking because that's what it appeared like. Like, I don't know if the filmmakers did that on purpose to kind of give the audience a little gotcha or if that was just a coincidental thing, but I was thinking the exact same thing. And I wonder maybe too, if it's cultural, because, you know, at one point in the car, when they were arguing about, no, don't turn this way. And she's like, and she calls him Jim. I remember being like, right. Why are you calling Mr. So-and-so Jim? Exactly. I really thought they were going to get back. Right. She was going to see her bedroom. And then it was going to be like, oh, by the way, I'm like, I was literally looking at Mm -hmm. her fingers. Like, do I see a ring somewhere? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, that was really odd that like, it went on for like, the first few scenes where, you know, you saw them, it's like, okay, at, at, they were going to get that reveal. The reveal is going to come. And then all of a sudden she tells, um, what's her, what's the main girl's name? Why am I forgetting? Stephanie. Stephanie. She, yeah. She tells Stephanie that she's a lesbian. And I'm thinking like, what? I thought you were married to her father. Like, yeah, I think once, um, yeah, yeah. I definitely think that once she had moved into the house, then I realized like, okay, they weren't because then Martha was, no, because she showed up the next day to Martha's house, remember, to ask her, you know, to go back to school. And that's when I was like, oh, okay, so she doesn't live there. So maybe I'm just reading something into it. I'm glad they didn't take that route because that would have been kind of gross. Yeah, I agree. But it, um, it was kind of sad that like all those years he was by himself. I did, you know, I definitely kind of thought that there would be like that he would have, you know, remarried or he would have had a girlfriend or somebody that now Stephanie has to deal with. But I guess maybe they just didn't want to introduce too many, you know, kind of elements to the film, which I can understand. Yeah, I mean, there really were already like a lot of characters. And yeah, I mean, that definitely would have added a whole nother element because then you have your 37 year old daughter behaving like a 17 year old towards your wife. And so, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah, right. And that actually would have been interesting. Probably good they just left him by himself. Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, you come home, your 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 boyfriend or your husband's daughter who's been in a coma has woken up. You've got to be introduced. And it's not like you can deal with, relate to her on a, you know, almost 40-year-old woman level. Like, no, you are literally dealing with a mental teenager. Right. <laughs> the only difference is, like, if you do get in a physical altercation with her, it won't be child abuse. This is true. This <laughs> is definitely true. Um <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so we talked about Martha. So what did the other friend in the group was Seth. How did you feel about Seth? Oh, I liked him. I thought he was so cute. Like, oh, you don't realize this guy's in love with you. Like, I just thought he was so nice and so cute. And I thought it was cute the way um, her father interacted with him when he was younger. Like, you need to, <laughs> to ask her out. And then... Um, you know, years later, he's, he's messing with him. Oh, can I get you a beer? Uh, okay. No, you're not driving drunk with my daughter. (laughs) Honestly, the Seth father interactions, and I don't forget what the heck is that father's name. Um, but anyhow, those I think were two, were some of the funniest scenes to me. Yeah. He's like, you drive to our house so she can drive you to school. And then (laughs) that whole, you know, oh, do you have condoms? Do you want me to sleep with your daughter? (laughs) Right. And then he's like, well, you know, geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> I was dying because I like, I, I couldn't quite tell if he was like taking the piss out of him. Like he kind of was, or like whether it was kind of like, okay, well, I didn't get to do this 
when she was a teenager. So we're doing it. I don't know. But it was poor Seth was just like, I don't know what's happening. Help me. Um, I also, I thought that the, uh, what was the boyfriend's name? Um, Blaine? Blaine Baldo? He was, I, you know, I didn't know how I felt about him. Um, he really seemed interested in, um, in uh, uh, Stephanie, but I couldn't tell if he really liked her, if he was just really bored with, uh, his life, you know, with Tiffany, I kind of, like, I really just knew that they, that especially when she went into the coma, that those two were going to end up together. But I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell um, how I really felt about him. But I think as time went on, he kind of felt like he was getting to be more of a creep, like that, that kind of creep edge was coming out. Yeah, that made him extremely unlikable. But like at first, he was kind of excited. Like when Tiffany was like, no, it's Stephanie Conway. And he, he seemed really excited. Like he really liked her. But then I was like, oh no, you just kind of want to score. Well, yeah, it was weird because in high school, I, I don't remember seeing him, you know, being creepier or anything. But then, yeah, that older version of him, it's like, dude, you have a wife. And yeah, maybe you always did want Stephanie, but you made your choice, dude. <laughs> And that's the thing. And I, and, and I honestly kind of even wonder whether it was a case of I want Stephanie or whether it's just a case of I am really bored and I'm looking for the grass to be greener. And, oh, this woman always really liked me. So, like, like he was just kind of enjoying that attention. Mm, perhaps. How did you feel about Brie, the daughter? At first, I did not like her at all. she was just she just seemed very just stuck up and and just not very nice kind of just maybe like a a younger version of her mom I really did not like her until the very end when she stood up to her mom and gave up prom queen and she was like a cool person finally but the first introduction of her and the way she was behaving through most of the movie was not likable for me I I agree. And what I think, like, I feel like there's a moment missing because I understand, like, we saw that arc of her kind of getting tired of her mother, you know, who was always trying to, you know, oh, get her to be prom queen or, oh, get her on Instagram. And, oh, you know, we're going to kind of create this picture perfect image for her. So for her to drop out is one thing. And then for her to all of a sudden be team Stephanie, we never really saw this moment where Stephanie and Brie kind of had a, under like a come to understanding moment for each other right exactly especially because it's like okay so just because you want to stand up to your mom and you know that doesn't necessarily mean now you're just going to be team stephanie all of a sudden it didn't really seem like you ever actually liked her exactly exactly right but then afterwards it was you know oh i'm going to stephanie's party and that's where this is and everything and i'm just like Okay, I guess we'll go with it. Yeah. So, but I, I do think that like her, her snobbiness, it was very interesting too, like, because she, in a lot of ways, she was very much like her mother, just different. Yeah. And also 
even though she was similar to her mom, you know, she was still a teenager when she finally came around to being a bit of a better person. Her mom was already older and still was the same person 20 years later. Yes. So this brings me to another um, cameo that we saw. Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> and, and this is so ridiculous on my part because I do like Alicia Silverstone. I did not even realize it was her until I saw her name in the credits. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I do like her. And, you know, I liked her when she was in the Aerosmith music videos and when she was in Clueless and most recently when she was in the Babysitter's Club. And I've always liked her, but it, yeah, I just, I didn't recognize her. My mistake. <laughs> so I, I did. I haven't seen Babysitter's Club, but yeah, I, I, I haven't seen her in anything recently. Um, but no, I it was very happy to see her because, you know, I've, I've always been a, a pretty big fan of hers. Now, what, what I thought was interesting about her character, and, and one thing that I think is kind of, I, I don't know how I felt about the message of this movie, because it felt like so much of this movie was kind of about, like, anti-popular, anti-prom queen, you know, like Deanna said, the only thing prom queen got me was like a, a tan and, you know, protection from bleach or something like that. And I was like, and she was like, you know, what it would have been so much better if I went to college. And part of me was like, why couldn't both of those things happen? There's no reason, like being prom queen does not mean that you, you know, doesn't have to mean that you didn't go to college or that you weren't able to have a career of your own or, you know, deal, marry a, 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 a man of quality. Um, so sometimes I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking the message here. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I know like in my high school, like the whole prom king, prom queen thing, it wasn't a big thing. Like nobody really cared. But I mean, I would think that even in a school where people cared about it, I don't really see it being some big life changing event. Like what would that have to do with how you live your entire life, whether or not you go to college or anything like uh, yeah it didn't really make much sense yeah I definitely felt like in high school that um some I, I was lied to about what my experience was going to be like you know because you watch movies like this or like never been kissed and it leads you to believe that you know prom is everything and you know the popular kids are just like roving the school making all of these decisions and teachers are just you know bowing to them and it was not like that at all in high school. So um, I, I guess maybe the whole thing is don't be so single focused. Like if all you care about is being prom queen or you know head cheerleader and you never plan for anything else, that will, you know, that's going to lead you to failure. Yeah, you can be popular and a good person and have a career. Yeah, I definitely believe it's possible. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was just something that I I, I thought um, I, I sometimes was a little bit confused about the message because it always just feels like, you know, there was the the Stephanie way and then there was the um, Martha way, and it kind of felt like there 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 is another way which you don't have to kind of issue like 
throw the baby out with the bathwater. But, you know, hey, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess overall, this movie did just seem to go more on the side of just being kind of like light and fun. And yeah, we're just going to we're going to throw a few messages out there like, hey, your friends that are there for you and care for you and love you all these years, those are important in life. And, um, you know, being popular isn't the most important thing. It's friendship and being nice to people and doing the right thing. But it wasn't really going to go too deep into anything. You know, this is a good point because, like, I definitely feel like, yeah, had had I written a movie like this, like, or gotten this prompt, it probably would have been like the angsty kind of, you know, version of things. So you're you're right. Like this is this is not what that was. That is not what this is supposed to be. Yeah. So can I say one thing in defense of Stephanie though? What? So at the end, you know, Stephanie, she's she's kind of self-involved. She's kind of you know a little selfish. Um, but you know, and she gets reamed out by Seth and by Martha after, um, she throws the party at Martha's, uh, you know, parents' house, which, you know, I completely understand why Martha reamed her out. Cause you know, mm-hmm. that was janky Seth. I kind of feel like, you know, it was kind of unfair that he got mad at her in that moment because it was Blaine who was, you know, doing whatever, but anyhow, but you know, Martha keeps kind of yelling at her and talking about, you know, you are, you know, you're not 17 anymore. You're, you know, you're grown, you're whatever. And and I kind of always thought that was a little unfair because they are projecting adult behaviors and expectations on somebody who has literally, like she who's literally mentally 17. She hasn't experienced anything past this. Right. And she's not going to come out of a coma with 17 years of knowledge and then all of a sudden be a functional, like almost 40 year old adult. Like, I don't know how you kind of make up that gap, but yeah, I don't know. I felt a little bit bad for her. Like they were kind of making her out to be like the self-obsessed bad guy, but I'm like, the last time she was awake, she was a teenager and teenagers are notoriously self-obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So it's kind of like, um, I guess in that moment, her friend just kind of for kind of forgot in a way that like, yeah, I'm older and, and, and Seth is older. Everybody else is older, but like mentally you're not. I'm kind of surprised that Martha hadn't asked for the key back or gotten it back somehow. But, you know, I guess who was thinking about it? Yeah, that was kind of hilarious, though, when she was like, well, you said I could use it. Yeah, 20 years ago. (laughs) I thought it was messed up. Like, she didn't even invite Martha to her own party. Like, at least in the first party, you know, in in the 20 years before, you know, she was like, hey, you guys are invited to the VIP room. Now she threw a party and Martha was not even there, not even allowed on the premises. Mm, well, because I think she she knew she wasn't supposed to do what she was doing and that Martha would have said no. I mean, yeah, true. But I mean, I feel like I would have been slightly upset. About, like, I feel like I would have at least said that. Like, you know what? You're going to go behind my back and you don't even have the decency to invite me to my own house. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I was going well, to say maybe Martha would have agreed to a little swore away, but no, she would not have. She, she would not have. Oh, and the only other thing I'm going to say is 
Mr. T, the Mr. T character, who I thought was funny and interesting, but when she made the Mr. T joke and he didn't get it, and I was like, bro, you are too old not to get that joke. Right. That that was extremely odd. Like, if they wanted to make Mr. T jokes and people not understand, she should have made that Mr. T joke with one of her fellow students that was a teenager, and then it would be like, oh, haha, that makes sense. But come on now, that guy looked older than her. Right. Or like he should have just been like a really young teacher, like a barely like just qualified teacher. Right. But I was looking at him like, sir, you you know Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You may not know the whole story, but you I pity please, sir. All right. Lying. I pity the fool. So overall, um, you think it was a, a nice watch? Would you recommend it? Um overall it it was watchable i mean it was just it was what it was you know just a cute funny little movie that you know isn't really meant to be real deep and dramatic and and you know it was just it was a it was a fun watch and um i'm not entirely sure if i would recommend it it wasn't like one of the best movies i've ever seen but it wasn't one of the worst either so maybe i would no i don't know maybe i'd recommend i think if you're looking for something light and cute then sure yeah i i think it would be fine um i i think that this is a movie it, it feels a little bit like maybe it was trying to accomplish i don't know if it's trying to accomplish a little too much and not, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. But like, I thought it was, I thought it was cute. It had some funny moments. I def, there were some things that I definitely enjoyed. Um, I, there were yeah. things that I, I wish I'd seen more of, but you know, hey. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the nostalgia of the, the beginning of the movie when she was in high school originally, because it's like, oh, that's, oh, I'm about to age myself now, but that's around the time that I was in high school as well. And so, um, you know, that was kind of cool to see like, oh yeah, that's, you know, back in my high school days. And, you know, so that was kind of nice. Yes. And then like the soundtrack, the music with like the nineties, early two thousands music or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she did the little, um, Brittany, um, crazy music video reenactment. Yes. Yes. So that I really loved, like, I, you know, I, I think anybody who's talking to me in real life knows that like once music hits like 2010, I'm kind of like, eh, it starts going on a decline. So anytime it's like nineties, two thousands music, I'm like, yeah, this is the sweet spot. Mm. yeah okay so yeah I mean there's some cool things about the movie that you know would be very likable and people will enjoy so yeah I mean I might recommend it depending on what somebody's in the mood to watch it, it might go on the recommend list all right there we go so a solid maybe <laughs> yeah I give it a maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right well, that I think is our conversation for today. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And if you guys want to keep up with us, you guys can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Carmen and Chris. That's C-A-R-M-E-N-A-N-D-K-R-I-S. And you can follow me, Carmen, at, on Twitter at Carmen Bree, and that's C-A-R-M-E-N-B-R-I-E. And where can they find you, Christina? 
You can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Miss Christina 617. That's M-I-S-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A 617. All right, y'all. Until next time. <laughs>